When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric's Family BBQ.com. Homebirds Morning Sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Uh, Jeremy is out. We got the, we got, COVID is over. That's right. It's over. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Uh, we got the van back out. We got giving you stuff uh, going on. And uh, Jeremy is out in the van this morning. 7th Street and McDowell. As we can uh, we can interact with you folks now. It's an amazing thing. And uh, old Jer is out there at 7th Street McDowell this morning. Operation Hydration is going, so he's got a good cause under his belt as well as, uh, you know, giving you a whole bunch of stuff. Let's find out what Jeremy's got going on. Jeremy, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. It's You're outside, Jeremy, with the people. I am outside. I'm seeing people in person for the first time in a long time. It's crazy. It's weird, and uh, and it's all for a good cause. See, we do good things. We don't just end COVID, which I just said is over, by the way. You guys can move about the country all you want. Oh, it's official? I'm oh, calling sweet. it. I've been to two Suns games. They were packed. I've been, uh, I went to a, a restaurant uh, last night, packed, and I'm not seeing any more spiking. So I think we're pretty good. I, I went clubbing and Gilbert. That's it's right. You've been, you've been Gilbert <laughs> clubbing, and those people, half of them don't want a vaccine because, nope. you know, it's against Trump or something. I don't right. know what's going on over there. But, yeah, there's no – they're fine. Everybody, you're fine. So go uh, shake hands with Jeremy. Besides that, Jeremy's been around since the 1850s. You're immune to all this. So you saw the Spanish flu and consumption take over the world. You're fine. Go shake old Jer's hand, and uh, while you're doing it, drop off a case of water. Tell us where you are, Jeremy. What's going on? I am at 7th Street and McDowell at the Safeway. We are collecting for Operation Hydration. If you drop off some water, i got tons of giveaways for you guys. Of course, i got bandanas, some T-shirts, CDs, DVDs, but I have tickets to see Dirty Honey tonight. They are in my hand. If you want tickets, just come on by, donate some water. Tell me you want to see Dirty Honey. It's that easy. Go to concert tonight. Perfect. Simple. You got that and Slipknot and Corn and Stain sign-ups. You got yeah, it all. Yeah, signing up for Slipknot, signing up for Corn. You're loaded up. All right, hopefully you can do it. Jeremy, talk everybody who goes into that Safeway into coming out with a case of water for the Phoenix Rescue Mission, and uh, you're, you're off and running for all summer long. Jeremy's going to be out there swamping it up with you guys, giving you uh, Marcus Stroman do-rags and all sorts of stickers, so it's going to be fun. Be good. I can't wait. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you later. There you go. Old Jer, 7th <laughs> Street McDowell this morning, if you want to go see Yeah, he was like, well, I, just, <laughs> I think I just uh, threw a big thing of cold water in his face. <laughs> To say, you're going to be doing this all summer long. And he just realized, I'm already hot. <laughs> but you know what? That's the whole point of this deal. You're hot. You get to go back to your work and your home. Some of these people don't. 
So let's get to fifth largest city in the nation does not need to have people dying because there's no water at all. To fill those water stations up. Damn it, that's the way it works. It's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Bud Light. And uh, it's Thursday. What do they got going on Thursdays? Hooters is, uh, oh, they're hiring, Brady. So if you're thinking about Bob Brinley, Hooters is hiring. <laughs> Side uh, gig. Call your local Hooters. I'm your Hooters girl, Tom Brennan, and this is my partner, the Cowboy, Bob Brinley. Those guys wait on you because they just got the gig. Uh, Hooters hiring for all positions. You can call your local Hooters for details or go online. HootersROA.com. Hooters, making other jobs look boring since 1983. And then you can tell them when you get the job. Hey, thanks for sponsoring the Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Moonshine Day. Oh. Does that mean we can make it today? or I don't think it's legal. Whatever still, you want. Like, I... Make it. Drink it. Sell it, run it cross borders. Yeah. Is it illegal now to make it at home? Still, yeah, I yeah. think so because it's, sure it's not taxed. Yeah, you can't. That's right. Boy, if, the you're Italians, to, the Italians if you're trying mess. to sell it, you can make. I it. mean, you know, Red doesn't know much about much, but when it comes to running <laughs> illegal <laughs> liquor, don't even need a book <laughs> like immediately. Oh, it's oh, yeah. untaxed. You can't do it. We try. It's, un- it's untaxed. <laughs> if you try to sell. I would. I honestly would have never known that. <laughs> was the reason why you went to the RICO Act? You had all sorts of stuff well, going you know, on. I, mean, I didn't know the tax implications. I always thought it was just because they didn't want an influx of dirty alcohol floating through people's veins. I thought it was a safety measure, but he's right. It's, it's got to be always taxed. about the money. You're right. It's always what, what about am the I money. thinking? Like anybody cares about your health? Have you seen the food they shove down your? Th- <laughs> Somebody just sent me a thing that uh, Cheetos is making street corn Cheetos. And immediately my heart sunk, and I'm like, I love street corn. But you hate Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, but I probably got a problem with Cheetos. Yeah. Street corn trumps Cheetos. Does it? Street corn trumps everything. I got wow. some of that uh, street corn dip at Costco we were talking about last week. Street corn, if you're listening, I, I love you. It's How good. is it? It's solid. Yeah. I love my street corn. Anyone who bring a, a sideways Safeway cart? Man, Jeremy, bring back a cart and some husks. <laughs> I'll immediately go to Guadalupe and kidnap a Mexican and make him cook me the street corn. The mayo. And we the... got the grill form out there. We what? Oh, you're fine. We oh, yeah, we got the grill over there. there. That bag of charcoal has been out there for five years. I'm not years, doing that Brady. grill. I'd rather use the cart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. You, I'm, right. Street corn is not made on a charbroil. It's on a cart. You were ready to fire that one up? It hasn't been used in five years. I don't care. I would do it on the ground. I street corn carts, is. Not you know, for you. Brady. I'm just saying he would throw food on that right I know. now. And he's making white people street corn. I don't want that. I want someone to go, abuela, abuela. And then some old lady comes running out and puts the husks down. Is that it? Oh, it's a street corn. Oh, Porta Sub's dropping off a bunch of food. All right. Is there street corn in there, Tom? Is there Tom? street corn in there, Tom? I have a thing for street corn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's working on it. If I smell street corn, I'm not going to lie That to would you. be a total sales thing. <laughs> I'll get you some street corn. <laughs> I get a little plump for street corn. And the first time I ever like realized that was at a place called Ilote in Sedona. Oh, that's an actual place. Yes. Oh, great. Here that comes is- the phone calls. Why? Because you can't say that. Just Ilote? like last time. Yeah, you that's can't the say name that. Remember the name of it. She was calling up Larry complaining about you and your street corn again. What is the problem with me? I don't, me? Know. I don't know. I didn't make the call. Well, it's because I want an authentic Mexican to make it. For right. Because otherwise Brady does it on a char grill he got at Walmart and it tastes like corn on the cob with mayonnaise all over it. No way. Yeah. No way. There's just something special <laughs> when 
the beautiful brown hands, those long fingers, oh, and those really long here fingernails. Sheesh. And her left hand's working the street corner, right hand's holding one of her babies. Hey, you know I think it's funny. I'm just saying. Of course it's funny. <laughs> you know why it's funny? Because it's true. Quiet, Bambina. Making the street corner. Calle de Mays. I don't know if that's how you say it, but that's how I want it. Oh, Call your abuelo and abuela today and have Johnny get some street corn from a real Mexican family. No white people can do it right. It can't be done right. You go over to Feeney's restaurant, try to get some street corn. They'll they'll throw in like shamrocks and stuff. I want Mexican street corn. We're going to be making an appointment with you and Brenly this afternoon. (laughs) Both going to be singing Chicago a little bit later. Uh, that's fine. I just want you to know. Oh, <laughs> I really want to tell you. I'm... I want that. You know it ain't easy. Is he singing a love song to that cob? You <laughs> start to sit and leave me. Um, um. Words. To when was the last time it. that I ate street corn? Yeah. Like authentic Mexican street corn. Yeah. Like the real deal. Well, you don't need anything else. What are you talking about, Willis? You're saying you wouldn't get the white man's street corn. Right, right. Oh, I go to like an authentic Mexican restaurant, and if they have it, I'll get it. Um, there's the Elote Cafe. Did you ever have it in LaGuada? I mean, I did. That's the, oh, first really? time I ever, no kidding. Uh, the first time I ever had like real authentic. And, uh, and me. You of all people of all eating people, off a shopping cart. I ate it off a shopping cart. Wow. I'm well, shocked. Me and JJ. JJ was with me. We ate it off shopping oh, that was, cart. I am shocked. A long time ago. That may be the only time I ever had the, what is this? Well, we turned the cart over and we put uh, stuff in. I was talking to my buddy Danny last night about it. Because when he was in Iraq, when he was deployed in Iraq, they wandered up to this place and he goes, I smell tortillas. And he goes, if I spun you around a thousand times and dropped you into the cities I was in, you'd have thought you were in Mexico until they started talking. And he goes, they made tortillas. He goes, they were phenomenal. I'm like, no kidding. And I'm like, street corn, turn that cart over. And he goes, oh, that's, and I saw his eyes light up because the Mexican and Danny got excited about that. And I'm like, yeah, street, it becomes a grill. It's genius. Anyway, that's enough about street corn. My heart's, Got a couple of bases. My heart's in half because we don't have any. <laughs> but thanks to Porta Subs, I'm going to pretend it's street corn. Oh, elote. A group of parrots is called? A club. Annoying. Pandemonium. Yeah. Of course. But close. Billboards are banned in Vermont, have been since 1968. Billboards? All yep. of them? Man. Correct. No kidding. No one knows exactly when people started using the phrase Jesus H. Christ <laughs> or what the H stands for. I was just going to ask that. Mark Twain said in his autobiography that people Holy? were already using it Maybe. when he was a kid. And that would have been in the mid-1800s. So Mark Twain said he'd heard it when he was, when a, he was a child. Yeah. So somebody asked Mark Twain years ago. Well, they were looking for the, the latest right. or the – Earliest discussion about it, more or less. Hmm. Written about it. I wonder if Jesus, I mean, Jesus' middle name, like when you go back to Yahweh and stuff, did he have like a H. Johnson afterwards? There's Hosanna. <laughs> that could be it. But that starts with a J, doesn't it? No. Because Yahweh's a Y, but sometimes I've seen it spelled funny. I don't know. Interesting. I like it, though. What do you think it means? That would have been my first guess. Harold? Jesus, Hosanna. Oh, Hosanna's your guess? Yeah. Sounds kind of feminine. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, the average person said, this is a, a, a survey taken during the pandemic, and then they took it after the pandemic. And the average person said they have really bad sex with their partner, 50%. With their wives? Yeah, they said half the people in relationships say their current partner is the worst sex they've ever had. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Did it start out the that poll way? Asked, also um, looked at sex injuries, and 57% of the people who've hurt themselves said it happened in the shower. Wow. 50% of people say it's the worst person they've ever slept with? No, Well, no, they're saying currently their partner is the worst yeah. sex they've ever had. 50% yeah. though yeah. of yeah. marriages say that that's the worst person they've been with. Yeah. Half. Married. Well, what's in the worst rate again? Yeah, it's about 50%. Better be a hell of a lot higher yeah. than. Wow. And that's a group of guys honest enough to answer it. It's the not other 50% clear if boys felt that like way 70. or things just cooled down. But for what it's worth. Well, Ralphie May used to have that thing. He said, you never marry the best sex of your life. Because it's just not, it can't be sustained. You married like the one who gives you the consistency. Because that's what you're looking for. Over time, it spreads out. You can't get the one. You can't. The payoff is immediate, and then it falls off. You can't have the best sex ever. Because everybody that thinks of that's like, oh, she was a whore. Like the best sex of your life was never somebody you'd bring home to your mother. <laughs> like you had to. All you had to do was get stuff from out from under your fingernails and hope she goes home the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to another important study. Thanks to the folks from Lawn Starter. The fertilizer folk? I believe so. Scott's? Yeah, lawnstarter.com, I okay. believe. Is the, but they uh, did research and they found out the horniest cities in America. All right. They based it on nine key indicators of sexual arousal. Lawn starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're horniest. the yard guys. The yard guys are like, they were bored. Okay. Just, hmm. They also surveyed nearly 800 U.S. adults to gauge their libido levels during the pandemic. Top 10 cities. Tempe, Arizona was number nine. Congratulations, ASU. All right. Still holding it up. You tried to stop being a party school, but you can't take away the desire. Baltimore was number 10. Baltimore? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen people Dayton, from Baltimore? Ohio, number eight. <laughs> it's ugly people that are horny. Nurk, New Jersey. The trend continues. Number seven. Fort Lauderdale, number six. Atlanta, mm. Georgia, number five. Getting a little better. Providence, Rhode Island, number four. Hollywood, Florida, three. Orange, California, two. Number be, one. It's got to be Vegas. Paradise, be Vegas. Paradise, Nevada. It's the whole point. There's like Which seven, is the strip, right? Paradise, Paradise is, is the, the strip. strip. Yeah. Okay. There's like seven million hotel rooms. The only thing to do there is yeah. sex. Uh, John... Where did I see it? I think 170-something was Fort Wayne, Indiana, but they made the list. <laughs> right, good. They had 176. Yeah. 
Keep putting fluoride or whatever it is in their drinking water and keep those people from being horny because that just means they'll procreate. The More hillbillies is bad for America. Number, two, number 200 was Midland, Texas. Yeah. I'll say it for every race out there. If Indiana procreates, that's way too many cracker people. I don't want them either. I'm from there. I've seen it. We don't need more of them. Jeremy's from the same place I'm from. You want a whole bunch of those running around? <laughs> Poison their water. Sterilize that group. They're too dumb to figure it out. Is UA on there, Brady, or? They're not horny. Columbus is like 92. And that's just. You said UA. He didn't think Arizona. He thought Upper Arlington. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The uh, Columbus is 92, but that's because south of the airport, those people actually do stuff. Sorry, 91. South of the airport? That's where all the fun people live. Oh, is that where UA is? No. Phoenix is 88. That's north. That's where everybody's just playing golf and looking at each other. Scioto. At the Scioto. Phoenix 88. South of the airport. They all showed up when Buster Douglas won the championship. (laughs) That's when I I I remember that now. Geez, Columbus is diverse once you cross that freeway. (laughs) So they divide it. Oh, they divide it by whatever. What's the freeway running through that divides Buster Douglas fans from you? (laughs) You got, uh, it would be. 70. Okay, because it busts through that city, and then south of there, it's like, Buster Douglas was a world champion. That's right. I'm going back to the UA. (laughs) Yikes, a lot of Buster Douglas talk down there. Did you ever see the picture of Columbus, Ohio's airport when Buster came back from Tokyo after he beat Mike Tyson? Packed. There isn't anybody from UA there. (laughs) I tell you that right away. mm -mm. They weren't at the airport. They might have driven by. Danny the Riddler Baker was there. They didn't get out. So what are you talking? Grove City? He was in his car. Pickerington? Brady. Picktown? Your friend did not get out of the car. I've seen the pictures of Buster Douglas at the airport in Columbus. It was divided. <laughs> Black Lick Estates? Wow. Yeah. That's got to nice. change. Man. Have fun at sensitivity too. training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. T- t- start the Chicago immediately. <laughs> the uh, smelliest and least... Smelly states in America. We got to be out there. Um, we were 29. Really? You think we'd stink more? Because it's hot here. Yeah. Uh, the least smelly states. Mississippi. What? I don't believe that. That's a flawed mm, no. study. Everybody in the room is like, absolutely. <laughs> no. You misread that. Brady, it's the smelliest. Turn the page over. I was going to yeah, say, you, you read go. it backwards. Yeah. The top 10 smelliest states. Yeah, Mississippi. Most Mississippi's smelly. first and second. Pennsylvania, number nine. New York, eight. I can see that. New Jersey, Alabama, Massachusetts, Delaware, Florida, California, Maryland, number one. Yeah, Maryland smells like uh, clams and and brackish water. Yep. Baltimore's a cesspool. Baltimore? Baltimore. Other than Camden Yards. It's an amazing field. Everything else sucks. You can still smell Baltimore. Amazing field, but the rest of it it sucks. Ugh. And the Ravens play there. Gross. It just looks gross. I don't think I've ever seen a sunny day in Baltimore. I've watched Oriole games. I've watched Ravens games. It's always gray. Even the sun hates Baltimore. New data from the Social Security I wouldn't want to light it up either. (laughs) Get to see the Baltimoreans. Sorry, Brady. Go ahead. What? We've got new data from the Social Security Administration. It shows that the name Karen is less popular now than it's been in almost a century. Good. Yeah. 
Only 325 babies named Karen were born in the U.S. last year. And they immediately regretted it. Making it the 831st most popular name for a girl. The last time it ranked that low was 94 years ago in 1927. It peaked in popularity in 1965. 33,000 Karens. In one year? Yep. That's a lot of Karens. We originated the Linda thing because we used to call yeah. Karen's Lindas on this show. For yeah. That's why my band's called Sodomizing Linda. That one fat lady that wrote in and was mad about fat things and wrote a letter and signed it Linda. And then I got a second letter from somebody and her name was Linda too, but it was different handwriting. I'm like, it's a bunch of fat Lindas hate this show. So we started the Karen thing with Lindas. I wish that would have taken. Somebody sent me a shirt the other day that said, uh, you wouldn't understand it's a Linda thing. <laughs> it's hard to wear as a man. Some lady went to a Jollibee uh, chicken place in the Philippines. Okay. There's we have a, one we have here. a Jolly Bo- uh, Jollibee in Chandler. Yep. Amazing. Um, You're amazing. <laughs> you know the one Filipino chicken. It's, on the, it's on the edge. Chandler and Gilbert right there. You're amazing. Well, anyway, she uh, went through a couple of pieces of her chicken. and The Found. fourth piece was a nice piece of fried towel. <laughs> it's one of the cleaning towels uh, yeah, it's a, a blue, sham wow it's a blue, uh, <laughs> a blue. those microfiber yeah. towels have you had the jelly bee i have of course and of course he has it was a chicken restaurant that opened up by him <laughs> Brand new. what's it's the a review funky menu it's, it's Is chicken it? and then they have towels uh, spaghetti right <laughs> what <laughs> a spaghetti really not going there no wasn't a fan of the Jolly Bee. <laughs> <laughs> Too many carbs or what? I How did you Maybe even find out about it? You just drive around and see it? Someone told me about it, it and no. said it's, uh, you know. Wait, we're moving on up, man. we got like colored photos and stuff now. So you just drive by strip malls. Out of the ink and the one in the office. Oh. <laughs> How about that? Give that a run. <laughs> I don't, I've never done that. There's a place. <laughs> New place. Try it out. Maybe, like, I have to know what's going on inside of it. I can't be surprised. Yeah, I, I should have yeah. done more. I don't Recon. just wander in and go, I know there's food here. It was drive through <laughs> Well, you don't. No. I've only done that once. It was like 17 years ago. It was street corn. It was on a dare. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, since uh, we've legalized <laughs> marijuana in Arizona, it's, done, it's doing pretty good for the state. Bang up business. Last month, uh, I think this is out of the, the – we did $120 million in revenue. The state did? In March. Yep. Take you off the hook for the teachers. That's where Hold the Hold on a second. At. The state got that? No, the state would receive... Well, they got a percentage of that. Oh, yeah. that's just how much we yeah. sold. Yeah, okay. that's how much we sold. So it was like a billion dollars if they yeah. did that. Wow. That's pretty darn good business there. The numbers in Colorado are pretty incredible. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a good business. There's a demand. That, for the month of uh, March, it looks like... The state gets uh, seven and a half million from the sixteen percent excise tax, and then some more money on. They've racked up thirty-two million in the last three months. The state has. Yep, that's not bad. Spend it wisely. I'm sure they will. I trust you implicitly with all of the tax money. I think you guys are great. Salvatore Garau is a uh, an artist, an Italian artist, and he just sold. A piece of art called I Am. It's invisible. 
It's an invisible sculpture. Genius. It doesn't exist except in the artist's imagination. It's in his mind, and it went up for sale. They were expecting two to $3,000. How much for the painting that doesn't happen? $18,000. For nothing. Brilliant. Yes. Oh, I'm done. (laughs) I'm an artist. The buyer gets a... You buy? You buy my art, huh? Hey, Salvatore, what's your next piece? Uh, I'm thinking of it now. 20 grand, I'll tell you about it. It's good. That's all you need to know. He gets uh, The buyer gets a stamped certificate in exchange for the $18,000. Wow. I'm thinking of, uh, <laughs> wow. thinking of uh, like a little cabin. Happy little tree lives here. I'm done. <laughs> I'm saving so much money oh, on paint. So much better <laughs> than your last one. Now I'm going to do a sculpture. Ooh. Oh, it's beautiful. Does it have arms? No. Uh, who cares? <laughs> Move it doesn't over. have any parts. <laughs> Look, I'm like a magician. I made her disappear. <laughs> 50 grand for my new sculpture. Been working on this one for 42 years. It's a big one. I've been thinking about this since I was five. <clears throat> Done. <laughs> Finally, the finishing pieces. Put it anywhere in your house. You're going to love it. it. It doesn't take up any space at all. These... <laughs> Here's your certificate. Now give me my money. What's a good word for everybody from Italian? Like mooks? Is what, that a thing? Yeah, in the stunad, you know. What's I mean, that? that? It's stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Stunad? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I call this next piece. Invisible stunad. <laughs> 20 grand. He's impressive. These these morons. <laughs> they come in here from their Soho galleries. I just rented a space. It's an empty warehouse. They think it's full of art. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, made about $22 million last year. Brilliant. Thinking about stuff. <laughs> I want that job. <laughs> I thought of another piece of art. I'll pay for it. Okay. <laughs> the certificate. I wonder what it says on it. So. I need some sort of certificate of authenticity. I'm thinking of that, too. There Congratulations. You go. There you go. There it is. It's in your hands. You can't even feel it. Boy, this Salvatore. He's amazing. He's a minimalist. He doesn't even need space for his work. I've got some wild America. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, damn Italians. That's brilliant. <laughs> Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your wild America. You know what would be even better about that is that you'd stand next to some really annoying old white woman with those thick, round, artsy glasses and her terrible poodle hair. And Salvatore would be like, you know, this, this, this piece here that we're looking at is the struggle of the Native American Indian and his struggles in the United States and how oppressed they were. And she's I can see it. <laughs> do not. <laughs> yes, use your Italian on me. Yes, do not, do not, do not, you. This is a female body part. Oh, I see it. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. A Tennessee boat dealer, <laughs> Watson's Marine in Bluff City, Tennessee, is fitting a smallmouth bass with a tag. It'll be released into the South Holston Lake. Midnight on June 12th. How much money? And if you catch it, in the next 24, you have 24 hours to catch it in this fishing derby. Legally. You can't go like down in there with and dive for it. With nets or spear well, yeah, fishing. You, or or dive. No, it's yeah. fishing. Uh, the person gets 100 grand. No. If you catch old, old Walter 2.0. That's, okay. I got you. Might yeah. want to go down. Come on, Golden Pond. No, yeah. that was was that Walter? Oh, okay, yeah. what was the one from uh, Grumpy Old Men? That was another one that I uh, that was Walter, they, wasn't it? No, Walter no, was Walter fishing uh, in Golden on Pond. Golden Pond. Yeah, what was the fishing Grumpy Old Men? Crafty son of a bitch. Yeah. He's down in our cove. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you and Billy leaving our cove. Okay, we won't. 
Come on, Billy. What do you do out there in California? I don't know. Cruise chicks. Suck face. Catfish hunter. Oh, that's right. Catfish hunter was the fishing. The yeah, that's yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Ice rod was the that's green right. hornet. That's right. There's a guy in Florida. Remember when he said that to her? He's like, yeah. My wife's name is Ethel Thayer. Sounds like I've got a list, doesn't it? Yeah. It's <laughs> a great line. Want to suck face? You want to suck face? Oh, you old poop. <laughs> One of the greatest movies of all time. Sometimes, like no lion, got to remind himself he can still roar. All you people who don't know what I'm talking about, you have homework this weekend. Yeah, that watch is a it. brilliant film. And it's on the lake I want to live on for the rest of my life in New Hampshire. Is that Wobegon? No. It's, uh, damn it, the name. You said it the other day, me. too. Um, no, that's uh, Wakawan. It's close. Wakawan in New Hampshire is close. Yeah. It's on Lake, uh, oh, Christ, I can't remember the name of it. Winnipatchee? Stark, no, Stark, Stark Pond is in South Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, on Golden Pond is currently on Hulu for those who oh, have homework right it. now. Catherine Hepburn is. Did you? You've seen it? Yeah, oh, I haven't seen it in years geez, though. But just yeah. brilliant movie. And Dabney Coleman's walking on the thing. Excuse me, Ethel is that Squam Lake? Squam Lake. There it is. Squam Lake. Excuse me. Is that a? Uh, what is that out there? Is that a bear? That's a lawn chair. Oh. <laughs> it's a great movie. God, I love that movie. There's a uh, 43 year old guy in West Palm Beach, Florida, P.J. Patterson. I'm moving to New Hampshire. He's going on trial for felony animal cruelty after killing an iguana last year. They're not native to Florida, so they're considered an invasive species. So you are actually allowed to kill them, but only if it's done humanely. Right. Security camera got it on video, and he attacked the thing for about 30 minutes. So that, That's a little... Lengthy. Not humane. A little excessive. OJ didn't take and that And last much time. week. <laughs> OJ got his work done faster than that. It's just a lizard. Last week, he tried to get the charges dropped by, sightings, uh, by citing Florida's stand your ground law that allows deadly force if you think your life is in oh danger. My God. Wait, he went Zimmerman on the iguana? Yes, okay, idiot. The judge didn't no, buy it. Shouldn't. And the videotape also right. did it's not excessive. help his case. One blow, and you should have taken care of the iguana. He's looking at five years in prison. Good. Because he's insane. We need to put that away for a minute. We've got a quick Wild America radio video. It's in the uh, in Yellowstone National Park. Grizzly bear charges a ranger. Oh, boy. A bunch of people uh, were stopped on the side of the road. As they do. Right. And the ranger was telling them to move on. Get out of here. You see him. He's... There's a bear. Don't That's stop. Now he takes, he's not, these are rubber bullets. Up. He's not getting shot for, they're just scaring him off. See him hitting the thigh there. He's got an injured paw. It, it looks like. like he was kind of old. I don't know if that's. It's just him. He's flexing. Winner. He's just yeah. bowing up. Yeah. He's, he's bro bowing. Showing his pipes. You want to go, bro? You lift, bro? You lift, bro? You want to go? I'm a grizzly, bro. Yeah, he's just popping off some rubber rounds. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Wow. Not your yeah, Florida, Florida, Florida plates. Florida plates. <laughs> the guy in front of you and the guy behind you, they're both bad people. That's your Wild America radio video. We got a uh, couple more radio videos. All right. The, oh, that's it. Yeah. He's got to remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was you. 
Yeah, I, re- I remember the ones I re- I just, man, they're doing good. unbelievable. Yeah. You're doing yeah. good remembering. You're yeah. doing good remembering the ones. Let's Which one go, would you like? The uh, trampoline? Yeah, let's, go to the first, let's go to the slow-mo scorpion. Okay. The ones. All right. This guy on a trampoline flipping. Oh, this is not going to go well. Oh, no, 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 no. This kid's doing three backflips and lands it poorly, and then his oh, back oh. just lowercase c. Oh, hello, Kayla. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, hello, oh, Kayla. <laughs> Yikes. Next is a drunk girl taking on a, a bigger dude at the bar, like Oklahoma drill, kind of. Yeah. Pretty weak attempt. Out of Brady. He tries to attack this, this young lady. Is this going to be a cussy? Whoa! This lady <laughs> just ran into <laughs> KSLX's producer. Is she, <laughs> not the producer for KSLX standing there, just like a wall. What's she? Is she trying to chest bump him? Yeah. Man, he doesn't move. It looks like a statue of Drew Carey from the late '90s just got run into. What is she trying to do? Who runs inside like that, uh, other than a child? Why the site is uh, the fantastic? Play. Drunk people, what drunk people? Right, do but I still do. don't even understand. Like, right? <laughs> I bet you I could run into you because that's all that she was going to accomplish anyway. Yeah, it was a bad, bad form, bad tackle. And this last one you'll love, John, because the drone technologies made it. Pretty right. solid. This okay. guy flying down the street. Oh, 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 oh. Is this real? Oh, my God. Yeah. Is this a thing? Oh, yep. yeah. That man is flying on a drone, standing on it like Back to the Future is happening. And then I'll just stop there, pause. This is the greatest thing ever. Larry, we got to get these. It says uh, it shows tech inventor Hunter Kowald lifting off in Los Angeles in a custom drone hoverboard. <laughs> Took years of research and design to create. Thanks to rigid carbon fiber structure and components, Hunter claims that it can carry a weight of 500 pounds. Sorry, Brady. We're all getting hoverboard. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen it before. With that, normally they wear like a big backpack. Yeah, you don't have to raise the gas and everything. But this doesn't need gas. These are drones. They're drones with a board on them, which is genius. It's the first step of no longer having to try to figure out how to, you know, self-propel the the. Uh, oh, who cares? That's I'm Don't selling hit the home all my button. cars. Do not hit the home button. Yeah, Larry and I would manage a way to smash it into Video <laughs> West. But. The home button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. I want that. Oh, I have to have that. People emailing me going, hey, man, how come you want us to watch a movie starring the lead singer of Corn? All right, I get it. <laughs> Jonathan Davis does sound a lot like Catherine Hepburn. It's kind of true. It's the same. All day I dream about Norman. I love that movie. Love New Hampshire. Love Street Corn, and I love On Golden Pond. <laughs> Can you imagine rolling down the street on that hoverboard with oh, your Street Corn? <laughs> I don't know what that is. That was a weird thing. That that was odd. You, John, you made it strange. John, did you use the term "you people" when you said uh, to watch On Golden Pond? What exactly you people watch On Golden Pond? The Blacks. What does he think I mean? <laughs> Idiot. All right, I got Chicago ready. Yeah, you, <laughs> you bet. Thank you. Sorry, my name's Bob Brenly, formerly there as one of the Diamondbacks, and I misspoke. What do you think I meant by you people? 
you and to everyone. What's the name again? Stupids? Uh, Stunod. Stunods. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right. Sorry about that, Stunods. I didn't mean to say you people. I didn't realize humanity was uh, limited. Everybody needs a little time away. I just painted your face. Perfect. They need to listen. Yeah. They need to stop being so uppity and listen. The listeners. Them. <laughs> My sensitivity training is over. I feel pretty good again. Does Brett and his buddy Salvatore next thing is going to be insurance fraud because somebody stole the painting, clearly? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, where'd it go? I'm an artist. Brilliant. I got certification, too. My it's brain real. got jacked. So what, what are we looking for? Could be anyway. What's our painting of? Sistine Chapel. What do you think? And what do you see? Is what? this it? When yeah. was it in your mind the last time? Uh, I was sitting in a corner. <laughs> Eating some spaghetti. Yeah, I had some spaghetti. Jeez. Uh, I think that's where I last saw it. <laughs> Let's retrace <laughs> Which kind of screws it all up because you're not supposed to see it. But I'm, you know, I'm the artist, so I know where it goes. I know where it is. And then just to keep the cops on, I'm like, there it is. Somebody moved it over to the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> we got it back. And they call them back a couple days later. They got it again. Now they're just effing with me. <laughs> You got to put this in a safer place. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> you know what? I just built a safe and I put the painting in it. I didn't see you do any of that. Well, that's why it's safe. You'll see. Ah, awesome. My safe's missing. That's a great. That's the most brilliant artwork ever. That's no different than David Blaine's stupid magic of nothing. True. He sits in a box for weeks and people are like, oh, that's a magic. How's that a magic trick? That's an. When he, when he uh, passes on, does it go up in value? Oh, yeah. It's like Jackson Pollock's work. If you can find it. <laughs> Do you hang that? Do you have the nerve as a bougie, lunatic, socialist nutball in New York to hang his art? That, like, you just put a frame up? I totally would. He, he I has would the, just, uh, just, I just put his name on a yeah. plaque underneath and go, it's, it's a certificate work. that Clearly, you don't understand. But you, put, you have the certificate on the back of the frame, so you'd still yeah, see it. Yeah. But, you frame, you put it up, and then your friends come over and go, what is this? Well, this is a Salvatore. Uh, oh, it, you can oh, put it up. I yeah. see. I see it. I see. It's so vivid. <laughs> Do you? Do you? I love these parties. You people are stupid, and you're loaded with cash. You just have it on top of the column because it's a sculpture. So certificate would be on the base yeah. there. <laughs> you know Salvatore would be awesome, too. You're like, Salvatore, I want to commission you. Paint me. I don't know. The muse isn't with me. <sighs> I'm done. You did it without lifting a finger. It's amazing what I can do. Anyway, frame it. He just sells frames. He's just the, the house of frames. Here you go. There's painting in it. Trust Genius. Me. It's perfect. Here's one of your dogs. <laughs> You're going to love it. Especially that little cute one. What's that one's name? Zoe or something? Here you go, kid. <laughs> What's this one called? Your dog's name's Goomba? That's cute. I painted it. <laughs> go take that lady's dog down. I'm going to start my artwork, too. It's better than all the local art I've ever seen. Except for J. Todd Himes? J. Todd's great, but he's a national artist. Oh, okay. There yeah. you go. He's expanded. You know why uh, Salvatore's art's better than local art? Because I can't see his. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you're looking for. That's the biggest problem <laughs> with local art is the visual. There you go. Nicely done. There goes your Brady report. We got Jeremy out there this morning. Uh, he's giving you guys stuff and chances to go to Dirty Honey, Slipknot, Corn and Stain. We're giving away concert tickets because those are back. Uh, and collecting water for Operation Hydration. We'll talk to Jeremy. He's at McDowell and 7th Street at the Safeway. 
Uh, go say hi to him. There goes your Brady report. I don't think if the younger generation doesn't get into rock, then guess what? An art form has died. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.